Welcome to Change of Plans. I'm Andres Zuleta. On Change of Plans, we feature stories of resilience and reinvention, interviewing entrepreneurs and other creative individuals who have found fun and inspiring ways to adapt to sudden, unexpected challenges. My guest today is Jennifer Chan, whose Chicago-based sorbet business nearly vanished when the coronavirus forced farmers markets and festivals to shut their operations. Faced with imminent disaster, her company, Bonato decided to serve her community and in the process found the strength of collaborating with the fellow small businesses in her city. Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having us, Andres. We're honored to be here. Of course. So I'm wondering, you know, for our listeners who aren't familiar with Bonato, can you just give us a brief overview of, you know, what your company does and what normal looked like before the coronavirus pandemic? Absolutely. So we were founded in 2019, and Bonato is a banana sorbet company that pops up at festivals. So we are kind of like a little ice cream stand that would just show up in random places around the city. But really, since the day we founded our company, we have been on a sprint because Bonato is an ice cream that does not contain dairy or add sugars. And so, because we are just an entirely fruit based product, a lot of people were telling us that we had changed their lives. Um, we're able to serve people with diabetes or people with dietary restrictions. Um, and we noticed that customers were buying our product in bulk and literally running our products home from festivals. In fact, right before all this happened, we had just landed a major partnership with a technology company so we could set up a booth at marathons and races and start passing out our products there to spread brand awareness. And so, on May 8th, we actually went to a festival and we completely sold out of our vegan flavor line. And then... Wait, was it, weeks, sorry, was it May 8th or, or March 8th? Sorry, March 8th. I'm sorry. Okay, so I was going to say. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm sorry about that. So March 8th, we sold out of a festival. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, our markets quite literally vanished. Um, and within two weeks, my entire founding team except for me, the founder, had lost their day jobs. And we went from a full-out sprint to falling on our face in the month of March. Your primary sources of sales and revenue were from in-person events. So when, when all of these kind of lockdown orders came down, I mean, how long did you kind of sit with the, you know, the, a bit of despair and fear and kind of uncertainty before you found yourself inspired to start doing something different? You know, Andres, I feel like that's the crazy thing about being a leader during these times, because as a leader, you can't let darkness and despair consume you, especially when you have a team that's behind your back. Um, and I think that during these times, when there is so much sadness and when there's so much darkness, the cure to that is hope. And so as I was sitting around, um, I just started thinking about how it could give hope to the city. And I realized that now is actually when Chicago needed ice cream more than ever. <laughs> I feel like now is when we need that bit of joy in our lives that 
food can provide as a comfort. And so really within days, I sent a message to my team, which was a message that we later titled a message from the heart. And it said, Bonato is continuing. We're pressing forward. I'm going to use this as a moment to give. Um, I met with my team and within one week, we actually had plans to send Bonato to essential workers around our city. Um, and when I say essential workers, I mean grocery stores. I mean home improvement stores, restaurant supply stores, because we saw there was giving towards hospitals and other wonderful essential workers that really deserve that gratitude. But there's so many areas that did not receive appreciation and gratitude. And so we wanted to be that force and that light for them. And really, I have this really deep rooted belief that when the universe takes, you need to give. And that sense of hope gave us a new purpose to survive and a new reason to survive. And that's compelled us to go towards online sales, online markets. Um, and now we have fully pivoted to being an online ice cream stand. I think the first of our kind in our city. Tell me more about the plan that you originally came up with to basically give back to, you know, how you described it, essential people, essential workers. Yeah. So our goal was just to find ways to say thank you to them. Um, so literally we would pack our sorbet in dry ice and we would bring these popsicles to, um, to grocery stores and various other places. Um, and so actually we did open up online sales and we would take some of the earnings that we gained from those online sales to just bring these care packages to places. And so was it you, I mean, was it literally you driving around? Um, it was me and um, my team members on bicycles, actually, because we don't have cars. So this is when small business gets really creative here. That's awesome. So before, so you were mentioning that this actually inspired you to then get into online. So tell me a little more about, you know, how that evolved. And so before this, I mean, you weren't, you were selling strictly in person, not, not online at all. Exactly. I would say our online presence was pretty, pretty haphazard at best as a small business. Um, we, that wasn't a platform that we depended on, but now all of a sudden everything became about social media and having that virtual presence. Um, and really we got right to it. I think within a few weeks, we completely redid our website. We completely revamped our logo and completely changed everything about who we were as a company while preserving that deep mission of serving our community. Um, I think for us, our goal has always been for our customers to feel like they're cared about. Um, and so for all of our online orders, we actually tried to find ways to make sure that it felt like a care package to them, like putting little personal notes in each online order delivery, um, finding ways to just make them smile, adding a funny little quip and bad puns within our packages. <laughs> just those little gestures are so meaningful. And hopefully all of our customers that have received our orders have felt that love um, because that's what this is all about. So going back to kind of these early days of the coronavirus, when financially speaking, 
things are looking a bit bleak, but you've kind of found this other way to give back to the community, like you said. Tell me, you know, kind of what happened next, because as I understand it, you know, some other fellow small businesses in Chicago kind of caught wind of what you were doing and chipped in to help. Yes, you're absolutely right there, Andres. And I think that has been one of the most beautiful aspects of our story. Just during this time when we were down on the ground and trying to move forward, all of a sudden, all of these small businesses in Chicago just rallied around us and helped push us back on our feet. Um, so we had small businesses in Chicago that would tag us in motivational quotes and send us motivational stories to tell us to keep going. Um, these small food businesses who were also heavily impacted by everything that was happening, they became our first customers. Um, and they really supported us and shared our content and tried to help spread awareness of our brand while they were so deep down too. And I have to say the owner of Cafe Corbel, Eris, she actually offered us a home and she told us that we could set up our stand in front of her coffee shop every Saturday and Sunday to offer pickup as an option to our customers. That it was so beautiful and so generous that we were, we were just blown away. And I think that right now, our city and the whole world is going through so much pain and so much hurt. But deep down, there is still this fundamental kindness and humility. That kindness and humility is too often overlooked. And we so much appreciate all of that during this time. And so tell me more about, you know, what the present day looks like. What is your, you know, these days <laughs> normal look like? I, I, this is such a tough time to have normal, you know, and it's funny because um, I've worked as a management consultant before. And for us, we're all about plans, forecasts, dashboards. Um, and so I'm very a much a planning type of personality. But in these circumstances, I feel like there is no real new normal. Um, I feel like the most important thing now is to be flexible and, be res and to respond when these different things arise. Um, with the murder of George Floyd, we instantly responded and stood with our community and said that we support our black community. Um, with the protests, we, we've instantly responded and tried to aid um, to give love and peace during this time. Um, and even um, during when there was looting in our areas, we stepped up with brooms and said, this is the time when we're going to clean and help our fellow small businesses. So I'd say, what does our day look like? <laughs> <laughs> Action <Right>. and response. <laughs> and the funny thing is, um, when I first started this company, I told my team a Buddhist koan because I'm Buddhist. Um, and the koan says that the goal is the journey. And man, we are in for a journey of a lifetime. And our journey is going to be one that's full of love and kindness and spreading these messages of love and kindness. So that is the stance that our team is taking. I am still in the kitchen making product, um, trying to figure out how we could serve our customers, but also very importantly, serve our community. Is that, is that beeping in the kitchen? Are you making product right now? <laughs> <laughs> I will, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what's going on out there. Um, oh, I'm currently sheltered in place and home and 
who knows what's happening in the backdrop. Yeah, no, I saw on your Instagram that you were out recently basically giving people your product um, at some of the marches in Chicago. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Um, and okay, so for that, the interesting thing is that the idea of bringing Bonato to our Chicago protesters wasn't just my idea. Actually, we had a team meeting earlier that week and a member of my team told me that we really need to take a stand to show support to Chicago. Um, and so we did this weekend um, for the first time in weeks, we decided to close our stand and instead bring our products out and give them to protesters um, to just show our support, to show our solidarity, solidarity and um, really be there for our city. More importantly, keep them fed. I think a lot of things that people don't realize is that these protesters are out there all day. And so a lot of them hadn't eaten all day until I went there with Bugato to give them this cool treat. So we were really grateful to support our city in that way. I love what you said about the goal being the journey. Looking back on everything that's happened over the past few months, and you know, not not as a self-critical exercise, but just as a kind of a learning exercise, is there anything that you might have done differently in hindsight? Uh, yeah, that's that's a really tough question. Um, honestly, I'm really proud of the way we've responded to this. Um, so. I actually don't think I would have changed anything at all um, because our goal here was to lead with love. And that is the most important thing of anything. Um, I, I think that our team has really come together during this time and Chicago has come together during this time to support one another, to support each other. And I think that we really did the best we could. So in hindsight, um, we, we have tried everything that we could to help our city. And I think in these times, everyone is trying. Um, and to have regret on top of many other emotions that are going on here is a little bit counterproductive. I think that mm. we need to keep moving forward, keep moving onwards. As entrepreneurs, keep building um, and keep building things of value that help people because that's what really drives us forward. With so much uncertainty and predicting the future these days is harder than ever. How are, how are you and your team thinking about the future and making plans, whether it's for the next few weeks or just for this week or you know for the next quarter? How are you looking at that? Weirdly enough, we're excited. Um, maybe this is part of the naivety of having a young company that's just very hungry and ready to go. But for us, we see opportunity in these times of darkness and uncertainty. Um, I think that right now, this world needs more companies of hope and more companies that bring up lightness and happiness. And what better company than an ice cream company to do that? I mean, I love your positivity and your enthusiasm. and. It sounds like throughout this whole ordeal, you've managed to find the silver linings. And I'm wondering, you know, you've seen firsthand in Chicago, other small businesses and entrepreneurs who are struggling because these have been really hard times for a lot of people. So what would your advice be 
to other entrepreneurs and small businesses who are maybe not finding that you know same spark of inspiration that you're tapping into? <laughs> My advice would be to not discount those feelings because we all feel that darkness. We all feel that sadness. So don't ignore that and don't feel don't feel that it's out of place. Um, but that's at the same time, I think it's so important for us to realize that all of us are in positions of power right now. We can, I think that we can all lead with love during these hard times. And when you do that, that brings you out of that place of darkness and sadness. So my advice would be to show love, to give love, to spread love. And when you do, some of that love might come around back to you and lift you out as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so true. I mean, I've heard this in discussions with so many other entrepreneurs and creatives that the best way to kind of get out of a funk is to actually give. Like you said, when the universe takes, it's the perfect time to give. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's the best way for our listeners around the country and even in other parts of the world to support what you and Bonato are doing? You are able to follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is at go.bonato. Um, we are hoping to start launching our swag line to online sales. So our tote bags, our t-shirts, um, various other products are going to be available online. Um, but I think the most important way to show support is to support the charity initiatives that we're doing. Um, currently, we are trying to raise money to send groceries to Southside communities that have been impacted by COVID-19 and looting. Um, I'm sure that in the future, we're going to have many other charity initiatives. And I think that speaks for our brand and what we represent more than anything. So please help us send love to Chicago and beyond. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on today. No, thank you for having us. Of course. And if you're listening, please check the show notes for links to more about Bonato and all of the great work they're doing. If this episode inspired you, please share it with a friend and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more, visit changeofplanspodcast.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in.